everyone. Welcome to Adoption Adventures. Hope everyone is doing well. If you're listening to this in real time, it means uh, you're probably facing some pretty hot weather too, so I hope you are keeping cool, but not complaining, because let's face it, it's really nice that we've got some nice sun and some heat, so just enjoy it. <laughs> um, so... Uh, Um, a a topic that I'm going to be covering, not today, but um, I'm hoping that I'm going to have some guests um, coming on to talk soon. Um, I was at a meeting yesterday um, with a group that are doing a sort of a trial um, in certain areas of the UK, and they want to get the sort of like word out there. Um, spread the word as, as far and wide as they can and to encourage people from the correct areas to sort of get involved and, and sort of get in touch to make the most out of the trial. Um, I, won't, I won't share all of the details because, like I say, I'm hopeful that these guys are going to come on the show as, as guests to sort of talk us through what, what they're doing um, and... And yeah, sort of give you some more information that way. So watch this space for, you know, my cryptic <laughs> cryptic clue there. Uh, you know, given, given everything you need, just wait and see what happens. As I was um, prepping and getting myself ready to, to start recording, I was saying to Dennis, oh, you know, I've, I've got a couple of different um, sort of topics that I can touch upon, but I've not got any... Um, nothing has majorly happened for our family this week, so not got sort of the major topics to be discussing. I said, but you know, don't don't you panic, my listeners will will still get a show. Um, and Dad turned around and said, oh, he said, what's going to happen when little dude goes off to university? Are you just going to stop recording? Um, and I told him that I would tell you all what he said and that. He'd probably hear the collective gasp of all of you saying what a ridiculous, ridiculous thought and notion that was. I will always send out our our stories and share them with you all for as long as you want to listen. We are here. Granted, I may need some help on some subject matters and some topics to discuss, but I'll find it. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting one. Um, with all of that in mind, little dude is um, is doing very well on his exams, or he feels that he's doing very well. He he's feeling very confident with them, which is you know that's that's a real key, which is excellent. Um, he had a chemistry exam the other day um, that he was quite um, quite nervous about. He felt that of the subject of chemistry, this was the particular sort of paper that was probably his weakest area um but he still came out of that exam and he said that it went really really well um or he felt very confident with it um and felt like he probably um secured quite quite a good result from from it um obviously we we don't know um he was telling us with regards to like results day um he will get an email from the university 
at like 8am saying congratulations you've got a, a sort of a place here um, he said so he'll get that before he even walks through the gates to check his actual results which I thought was weird um, it's a strange way around of doing things if you ask me but you know I'm not an educator um, but I suppose it's it's quite nice because you know at least he he can sort of prep for that and, and have an idea of what's what's to come um, which is you know always good um, that may may help me be less of a bag of nerves at that time we shall see um, but he's feeling quite confident with it all um, which is really really good um, and you know I spoke to him and said he's working really really hard um, and revising a lot um, we said you know that's that's what we've got to ask for and you know this is the thing that I've been harping on about for ages and, and saying that I just you know really hope that he knuckles down and does that and he has um, you really really can't can't find complaint um, I mean I could but I won't <laughs> um, so um, I mean we had uh, we had one the other day which was uh, absolutely hilarious um, we were out with uh, with some friends and little dude just dropped us a message and he said oh you know I've got a, a friend over uh, I was like yeah great um, they've been telling me about this these tickets to to a sort of a music gig and it sounds like a fantastic opportunity in addition to that the tickets are really cheap and I was like well that's uh, that's great when is it? Um, he said, well, you know, that's the thing. And I said, okay, go on. What is the thing? He said, well, the festival's tomorrow. I said, right. Now, this was, the festival was going to be on a Sunday. So, um, I was like, okay. And when's your next exam? The Monday. What exam is that? The one that I'm most stressed out about. What do you think our answer was going to be to that? <laughs> um, and when, of course, the answer was not the one that he was looking for, he, he tried a multitude of, uh, of methods to try and win us over. And bless him, he, he worked very, very hard um, and put together some incredible um, arguments as to why it was a good suggestion for him to go um, and he was not impressed that we didn't agree to any of those terms um, and we kind of sort of stuck to our guns and was like mm, no this isn't actually happening so soz um, <laughs> which he he didn't feel was uh, fair reasonable in the end, however, credit where credit's due, he he stopped stopped. He presented really well, um, and he kind of stopped pushing when he realised the answer wasn't going to change, which was which was good. Um, 
yesterday um, I was on the meeting with my um, the group, the LGBTQ plus and allies group. Um, and it was, it was quite nice actually. We, we had a session whereby we um, asked three of our members to introduce themselves um, and take to the floor to sort of like share their stories and their experiences. Um, and that was, that was a really interesting session actually um, because of the sort of like the variety that we got to hear. Within the group, we had a um, same-sex adopters, um, same-sex female couple um, who actually left Poland um, to come to the UK to uh, sort of live, live in, in, I think in, in their words, in safely in their relationship um and their intention was to to become a family um and i i think you know that that really hit me that really hit me about sort of some of the, the sort of the privileges that that i've been able to experience um and some of the sort of like the experiences that i've been able to have um where i've been able to um sort of fall in love with whoever I want, marry that same person and adopt with them. Um, all of these things, you know, some of these things have, have changed in my lifetime. Um, but all of these are things in recent history that have, um, that have changed. And, and hearing that there were people that couldn't live in their own home country through fear that they wouldn't be able to live safely and then for knowing that they wouldn't be able to go on and and have children together um it was quite heartbreaking um but in the same breath it was also truly wonderful to sort of like to see the the strength of humans to say no if if this isn't working for me then i'm gonna I'm just going to get on and, and make a change and, and where, where possible. And I know that sometimes it's not always possible and viable for that to happen. So, so where it was, it was, it was wonderful that that was something that, that could be done. Um, so their story was, um, was, was great to hear. Um, we then heard um, from another couple and some of the challenges that they had faced um, but more sort of they'd gone down the early permanence route um, so then talking about sort of how that all worked um, and it was really interesting because they were sharing details about um, sort of contact um, and as you know I'm a huge advocate for contact huge advocate for sort of like making it work um, I believe the modernizing agenda modernizing adoption agenda is pushing for more direct contact and I'm I believe that this is a really sensible path. Um, but hearing how their experience was with um, sort of contact with birth families during the early permanence um, stage, so whilst they were essentially, they were the foster carers, that was, um, 
I found that really challenging to listen to. Um, I felt like it was it was managed um, quite poorly from the agency, um, and I think whilst and I don't have all of the details, of course I don't. But whilst I believe that there were risks involved, I believe that there was quite a lot of sort of discussion of those risks. Um, but then there wasn't much, it didn't look like there was much in the way of support for the adopters um, in how to manage and cope with that. Um, and I thought that that was really interesting. Um, and, you know, they were being really open and honest about how they felt during those contact sessions when they were being asked not to actually attend them. Um, instead, it was the social workers that would manage that. So they would just sort of have to go and um, sort of a social worker would pick that child up and take them there. Um, and and it was all going wildly against, you know, what what I knew and what I um, sort of expected from agencies. Um, and obviously I'm, I'm trying to be delicate and making sure that I don't give away too much information because I didn't ask this individual if I could sort of share their story. So I'm not, I'm not trying to share too much of their story. Um, but the sort of like the conversation was around how the the birth families were there was high risk values um, involved with the birth families, um, and that they talked about throughout their journey how that had sort of cropped up and cropped up a number of times, and I kind of asked if if that sort of perception and if that sort of um, discussion around um, sort of those fear factors if that would have an influence on how they felt about direct contact in the future and they were they were open they were honest they said you know yeah it, it absolutely would be a factor because we'd want to know that we were safe but our child was safe and we are definitely in a position where we don't feel that that is the case at the moment um, they said, you know, we do have the luxury that our little one has got older siblings. So, you know, if that were to be considered, we believe that they would be the ones that would be experiencing it first. So maybe they might be able to get a better, more sort of human read on the situation. Um, I was like, oh, okay. But they said what was interesting was during... Um, during those times these sort of contact sessions were happening um but they would be organized on a regular basis but unfortunately the birth families were not able to attend on a regular basis um through a variety of reasons um i'm sure now none of those were discussed in our session yesterday but i'm sure that there will be a number of factors involved um but then when the social worker was talking about what the contact plan would be and was talking about direct contact, the adopters, now the social worker wasn't sort of recommending that based on um, sort of where where that those individuals were. Um, but it was mentioned and the adopters were like, well, hold on a minute. 
this person isn't attending regular contact sessions as it is, I'm not entirely sure that we should be now looking at and indeed talking about having future regular sessions only to see everyone disappointed. I think we should be looking at sort of like more of a consistent approach first. I thought that was actually really, really sort of powerful to listen to and powerful to hear. And um, I, I did think I was I was on a session the other day and someone talked about contact and they said, you know, I'm all for contact. I think it's fantastic. But before we start introducing face-to-face contact, can we not sort of build a little bit of consistency in how our birth families are responding so as we know how how we can sort of prep for for those moments too um and i do think it it is part of the discussion part of the sort of like the the conversation that needs to be had um and it did make me think but but we've um we've agreed that we're going to actually do a session within this group on contact so as we can all sort of really delve into it and um and see how everyone feels about that um, so I'll, I'll keep you apprised of, of how that one goes. Um, we then um, had another couple um, talk to us um, and this their story was awesome as well. I mean, I love all of the stories, but their story, they, um, they went through the process, they adopted um, their child um, and then on their first, they called it their first day date, uh, they went out. Um, and as they were out, they received a phone call um, from from their sort of agency, and the phone call essentially was to say, "Look, birth mum is having a lot of a child, and you know, early permanence will be the will be the solution here. Would you would you be sort of?" open to this um and they sort of they talked about that and they talked about the different challenges that they faced there and the different sort of um, difficulties that would be in their path um but then they sort of addressed it and talked about sort of what they needed to do um and they went ahead um so someone sort of they they kind of said you know their their relate their experience has been sort of standard adoption and then essentially an early permanent adoption. Um, someone then asked the question, "You've now experienced both. What one would you, if you could do it all over again, what one would you do?" Um, both of them answered instantly with standard approach. Uh, standard approach. Um, now they had lots and lots of different sort of like reasons and um, reasoning behind that, but for them, they said that 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 approach was definitely the, the the more beneficial one for for their circumstances. They they admitted that it was a unique situation, so that that wasn't them sort of turning people off of early permanence at all. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting to hear the different stories, hear the different makeup of different families how people cope with things, how people are uh, sort of the different struggles that people have um, and kind of the um, sort of the unity there of everyone sort of sharing those experiences. Um, so it was, it was really, really great. Um, 
I then um, had a phone call from my near and dear friend who um, they are going through the adoption process and they have identified a link. Um, and I had a phone call today explaining they have their, well, they've told me that they've already got their matching panel date, but they've just um, found the right school and made an application and been told that they are successful as well at getting it. Um, getting a space um, so they are absolutely buzzing um, everything they keep telling me about um, about this child and them it just sounds like it's just going to be absolutely wonderful um, and I'm I'm absolutely thrilled for them um, really really thrilled um, obviously I won't I won't share their name but they're listening right now and they know uh, <laughs> so well done you um i also um it's, it's just been good news all round actually um <laughs> there's um there's another listener um again i've not asked permission to um sort of say say this um but they they've been keeping me updated on their sort of like um, journey and they messaged to let me know that they um, were pursuing a potential link um, and they were trying to find dates to sort of like meet with social workers um, and they were saying <laughs> um, really excited but trying to play it cool um, but then they messaged um, to let me know that they'd met with a social worker and then this child social worker and everything had gone well. Um, so again, they're just keeping me updated, keeping me updated. Um, and they messaged on Thursday um, to say that whilst it's taken quite a few weeks and quite a few meetings to get sorted, they've actually been told that they have been selected to to become um, this this child's parent um, and they are over the moon um, and wanted to let us know I, I tell them I, I said I, I bet you haven't um, you're thrilled and haven't stopped smiling and they were like yeah all all right in one um, so that was that was wonderful to see as well um, and again that's that's a listener that that will will hear that so they'll, they'll know who they are um, but Whenever I hear good good news stories like that, I I feel absolutely elated that other people are just sharing their journeys with me too. Um, and if you want to share your journey and sort of like let me know how things are going for you, and even though I've just said how elated I am when it's going good, I'm I'm all good when it's not as well. Like you know, do just get in touch. Um, but yeah, the the sort of like the the best um, kind of the best approach I would say would be on Instagram of adoption.adventures. Um, but come find me, come share me, share all of your highs, your lows, your bits in between. Um, cause I love hearing about it. Um, so thank you as always for listening. Um, like I say, lots of exciting topics to, to come and to follow. Um, but you know where I am. So if you've got topics you want me to cover, just ask. Um, but until next week, Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.